Welcome to another episode of my weekly audio journal podcast. It is a rainy Friday afternoon here in Pennsylvania. The perfect day to sit down and talk to your friend about all the things that have been going on this week. And speaking of weeks, this just so happened to be a guy's week. Cody currently, and you're probably going to be shocked to hear this, but Cody is currently in Paris. That's right. She has gone across the Atlantic Ocean without me. You're thinking, Greg, what happened? She left you finally? Good for her. No. Well, temporarily she did because back a few months ago, maybe more than a few months ago, her friend reached out to her, a friend that she's had since I think they were like one or two years old. And she said, hey, I'm planning this trip where I'm going to Amsterdam and Paris. And her husband, Chris, he really wasn't interested in going. So she invited Cody to go along with her and they would split the costs and just have this amazing girls trip. And Cody asked me, she's like, should I do this? Or is this okay to do this? Not that she needs my permission, but I was like, absolutely, you have to do this. And I think of it like this. I've spent the last five plus years getting to do all the things that I love to do in life and having this time to enjoy it. This year is her year. This is her year off of school. She's taking a sabbatical, as we've talked about here. And I was like, this would be the perfect thing for you to do. Because I also have, I guess, some guilt in my life because I was so focused in our 20s and 30s. And I've talked about this where I was hell-bent on getting our debt paid off so I could create a life for us in the future that wouldn't involve maybe being constrained to a job or at least being constrained to something where it's like you have all these debts that need to be paid and all this stuff and all these obligations because you're never really truly free until there aren't people that are constantly coming after you every month for money. And I wanted to get to that point so bad that I forfeited a lot of it experiences in our life, especially in our younger years. And I regret that now. It's like, that's the time we should have went out and did all that stuff. That being said, we've been getting to do a lot of amazing stuff with Clark Mann, who uh, gets to enjoy this stuff as well. And I think it's almost more fulfilling to have a kid with you to experience this because we're creating this life for him. And I also think of it like, you know, every action has a reaction. And because I made those sacrifices and I was debt-free, I was able to take that leap to quit my job. Thanks in large part to my wife having a stable job and health insurance. But that then created this life for us that we can live now. So maybe everything works out for a reason, but nonetheless, I want her to have this experience. I was like, absolutely. You got to do this. So on Saturday she left and uh, her friend's husband drove them to the Philadelphia airport where they took off for Amsterdam. They've been having a really great time this week. I've been getting texts and photos and we've been talking on FaceTime and it's been really cool to see her experience this. I'm a little jealous. Like I would, I really like of all the things I would love to see the Eiffel Tower. I would love to, I guess, maybe experience like the food in Paris. And I would love to see the Mona Lisa, which they've done. They've done all these things. They even did like a cooking class. They've rode bikes through like the, the I think it's like the tulip fields of, uh, of Amsterdam. And they also um, did Moulin Rouge, all of the things, like everything that you can anticipate. Her friends, like the most perfect world traveled uh, planning, like she should have her own uh, vacation consultation service, travel planner, I guess is what you'd call her. She should do that for a living because she's really good at it. So they've got to have this this great time. And again, because they're like going together and they're splitting all this, it's a it's an affordable trip too. So I'm excited for her getting to do that. Unfortunately, she has to, I think it's Sunday she's coming home. So Sunday morning, she's, or I'm trying to figure out the timing of things because they're like six or seven hours ahead of us. She has to fly all the way back here, and that's going to be kind of brutal. So that was, like, the main thing. Like, I didn't want to do the flight, but uh, other than that, like, if you could just teleport me there and not have to do the flight back and forth, I would love to do it, but I'm glad that she is. And uh, what she was talking about is if she really likes this trip and, and she thinks it'd be worth it for Clark and I to experience it, which Clark obviously wants to. Uh, she already knows like the places to go and things to do and is a little experience. So maybe we could go back in the future, but as it stands right now from talking to her about this trip, she thinks that the way to do Paris is to go to the UK again, for example, like we could have when we were in London and we thought maybe this would be a little too much. There was a train that you could take. And I think it advertised as being just over two hours. You could get from London to Paris, which is just wild because for me right now, if I got in my car, which I mean, there's no train that I can just hop on around the block here. I couldn't even make it to Philadelphia in two hours. So like to be able to go to another country in that short period of time is amazing. So maybe we'll do like a, a like a whole route or something like that. But for now, She's there. She's having a good time. And uh, as such, it's left me here to hold down the fort and to try to keep 
Clark Mann, Roxy Bear, and myself alive, which I have to say, and this is going to be something that I think the mothers out there are going to appreciate that are listening, because I know you are. I have really taken all the things, and especially this past year, that Cody does for granted. I didn't realize just how much she was doing until she was gone, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is all falling on me. Like, I haven't done laundry at all in like the last year. I did a couple loads. I Roxy Bear, like the biggest surprise. I didn't realize how much Cody water gives water to Roxy. Like every time I look at Roxy's water bowl, it's completely empty, and I'm just like, how? Where, where's all this water going? I keep filling up constantly. Every time I look at it, it's empty. Obviously, like getting Clark Mann's lunches together, making sure he's taken care of, making sure he's taking like his vitamins and all that stuff, uh, preparing food for him and, and myself. It's all, um, it was all things that she's been doing. And like, I really have taken that for granted. So I have like this newfound appreciation now for all the things that she's been doing. Cause these were things that I was sneaking into my schedule, uh, before she was off. Like I would, I would do this stuff during the day. Right. But when she went off of school, she was doing all those things. And then I was spending more time working on my stuff. And now it's like, oh, crap, there's actual obligations in this house that need taken care of. So, you know, when she comes back, I think it'd be fair, like, if I take more of that on. Because as I'm realizing, between trying to do that and take care of Clark, man, make all these videos, edit these videos, do all the things that that I typically do, like, professionally, if you want to call it that, it's, it's a lot of stuff. So I'd like to maybe find more balance into that realm. Like, cause I, you know, I, sometimes I go off, I get way unbalanced and she hasn't really like talked about having like any animosity or resentment for those things, but I'm realizing that there's a lot and that shouldn't just fall on one person to do those things. So I'm going to, I'm going to try picking up the slack a little bit there too. And I, I've talked to her about that. I was like, I didn't realize. So, um, that's a thing. This week's been a lot of fun. Of course, I've been documenting this. This isn't like our, we did a guy's week a couple years ago when Cody and her friend Autumn, which is who she's with now. Where did they go? I think they went to Ocean City and they stayed with her husband's parents in their house and did some things down there. And I stayed back with Clark Man. We did like all this crazy stuff every day during the week. And it was during the summer and he was off and it was amazing. This week, not quite as great because he had to go to school each day. But I've been trying to fill each of our nights and sometimes our mornings with stuff to like, you know, to make it special. And he's been pretty hyped about that. And I've been filming it all, and I'm not sure if it's going to be like one big video or if it's going to be a bunch of smaller ones. It all comes down to the editing process, which I have not started yet. In fact, today, before I did this podcast, I actually just finished like editing my my backlog of videos with the exception of one. I think I still have to edit the yard sale video from last weekend. But once I have that done, like I'm all clear and then I can just work on those. So that's good because uh, every time you film something, that has to be like turned into something. So the more you film, the more you have to edit, the more you edit, the more time it takes and, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things, I guess. I wish I could be one of those people that just does like a one take thing and it's just like, Hey, here's what's happening. But I like to do the things where it's, it's like, and I think I talked about this last week. It kind of takes you through the whole process. At least that's how, that's what I like. That's what I would want to watch. And that's the best thing you can make is make something you'd want to watch. Even though I don't really watch any vlogs anymore. There's like one dude that I watch his vlogs. It's more, almost like a podcast of things. He's more of a, a teller than a shower. I'm like a shower and teller. Like I'm a narrator, but I'm also like going through the process. He's more of just like talking about things he's, he's been doing like this sort of, uh, but this episode here that we're in, I kind of just went through my camera roll of all the things that we did this week. And I thought I'd talk about them here. It's going to be a bit of a preview. You'll see this stuff come up, but sometimes it's kind of fun just listening in and, you know, getting an idea of what to expect. And maybe this is the only way you consume it possibly because I don't know, maybe you're just a podcast type. And I appreciate that since you're listening here. But let's kind of go back to uh, to the beginning. Uh, last Sunday, we made our very first RC video of the year, which some people just got very excited. We got a, a company actually sent us an RC. I think I talked about this last week as well. I should probably keep better notes of what I talk about so I don't repeat myself. But this company reached out, sent a very personalized email to me uh, and said, we'd love to send you an RC vehicle. And I was like, heck yeah, I would love that. So they did. And um, we ended up getting it when we came home from my buddy's son's birthday party. It was sitting out in the rain, but no problems there. And uh, we got this thing all set up. We made a video about it. We actually went to the skate park too that same day. And we, we rode scooters. You know, we live the scoot life. We have a lot of lives around here. Scoot life is one of them. And then uh, we went to McDonald's. Don't tell anyone, but we did. <laughs> I have the app now. Thanks, Ronnie, for the advice on the app. Uh, we did like the buy one, get one free chicken nuggets. And it was like five bucks. And we both got a 10-piece with sweet and sour sauce. Chef's kiss of McDonald's. That is 
like the only thing worth getting there, in my opinion. Fight me. Now, I, I think most people probably agree. I, I find, uh, no, I don't even want to talk about this because I find that anytime that I talk about something silly like this, this will get the most comments from people. Don't comment about the fast food stuff, guys. Let's move on. Uh, so that was like our Sunday. What else did I do this week? I have like a list here. I don't know if these are in order or not. It was kind of like how I was looking through my camera and I was like, oh yeah, we did that. We did that. We did that. I talked about mini improvements last week. I talked about how everywhere I look, I want to like see something like right now I look at my desk and there's like some wires here and I have my headset sitting here. It's like, what if I just wrap that up real nice and then I put it on like the shelf over here? This is like a mini improvement, right? Well, this week I looked at the garage and it felt like the perfect opportunity to do this because Cody's truck was out and I'm looking at the floor and I'm like, man, that could really use swept. So what I did is I backed my car out and it was a beautiful sunny morning. It was a little chilly, but it was beautiful out. And I find that when it's sunny, I have more like uh, ambition to do things. Maybe you feel the same way. Uh, I looked at the weather forecast for the next 10 days. There's, it's cloudy and rainy for the next 10 days. So I, I predict that I'm going to be like, like, you know, kind of blah for the next, uh, for the next week or so. But when it's sunny, I'm just like, let's go, 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 go. And I'll, you know, I'll do a bunch of stuff. And that morning I ended up sweeping out the garage and getting looking amazing. I pulled my car out, swept everything, listened to a podcast while I did it. It was wonderful. I even, you know, my RC car was still out. So I was like, let me just play around. So I was doing some drifting in the garage and it was amazing because the concrete in there is so much more like uh, smooth. And I was just like playing around in there and having fun. Clark wasn't even around. So, you know, welcome to the life of a grown dude that uh, has a lot of time on his hands apparently. So we did that. And uh, that was like my mini improvement. I felt good. Another improvement that I made, if you guys remember back to the vlog where Cody and I went to Sam's Club, we... As soon as we walked in, one of like the things by the door were these raspberry plants that I was interested in. And then she got these, I think they're lilies. Oh, did I say lilies earlier? I meant tulips, the fields that they went through. They're tulip fields. Lilies are what I planted this week. And that's what I did. I ended up taking those boxes. They've been sitting in there for like a month. And I was like, I need to wait until we, we're not going to have any more frost. But I don't want to wait too long that these things die or whatever. So I felt like nearing the end of April, we're kind of in that spot right now where I'm like, I feel a little safe cue like snow falling outside right now but I went out and I planted these two raspberry bushes and then I planted the tul or tulips I have all my flowers wrong now I planted the lilies in a circle around the tree and I think it's gonna look really cool when they grow up so I did that and I told Cody I was like hey don't mind I wasn't sure where you wanted to put your flowers but this is where I put them and she was she was psyched about it probably because I did it and, and had it done so uh, she was she was happy about that and I, I can't wait to see what they turn into I don't know if they'll grow this year or if it'll be next year, but they're in the ground and it's raining out right now. So they're getting watered and I'm feeling pretty good about that. Speaking of flowers and plant life, I don't know what it is, but I have like this fascination with various plants. Like when I go for a walk with Roxy, I'm always looking at the plants to try to figure out what they are. I'm looking at the trees. I don't know. It's just like a thing that I've been doing lately. So I've been taking Google lens. If you go to Google, there's like a little camera icon. You can click it and you can search for something using your camera. And I'll go over and I'll, people probably think I'm weird on the trail. Like I try to do when no one's walking by, but I'll walk over and I'll take a picture or like, you know, search for whatever that is. And I find out what it is mainly just like to be more informed, you know, cause if you're going to go for hikes in Pennsylvania, be good to know what's poison Ivy, poison Oak. And I saw this one tree with like a, with like these three leaves. And I heard like, if it's three leaves, leave it alone or something like that. There's this phrase, I saw it on TikTok. And uh, it was actually a maple. And I was like, oh, that's fascinating. I forget what it was. El elder, elder box, elder box, berry box. I don't know. Uh, I, I obviously I'm not retaining it, but when I look at it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, so that's kind of like my nerd thing that I'm doing right now. I've been really like thinking a lot about hiking lately and I want to get into that. I also want to take my kayak up to Rose Valley Lake. So I'm going to use Cody's truck for that. So I might, I might. I have the capability. I've talked about this, like doing a podcast out in the wild. I think the lake would be the perfect place to do that with the ambiance around us. I want a microphone that picks up, like I have one that I can put on my shirt, but I think it's just going to pick up my voice. I want something that picks up everything. So I'm actually going to do it. I think that'll be kind of fun to be out there and just, I could do my podcast while I sit out in the middle of the lake in a kayak. So that's something. Speaking of outdoor stuff, and this is kind of going out of order a little bit. Uh, this week I went to Walmart and I ended up getting Clark Man a basketball. 
we've taken my basketball, which is like, a, it's 20 plus years old. It's probably like 22 years old. Uh, I take that to the basketball court that's nearby. And sometimes Clark will ride his bike around and I'll shoot hoops with it. And Clark sometimes wants to play basketball, but the ball's way too big. It's like an adult regulation size, like NBA size basketball. And I was like, why don't I try to find him a youth size? So I did some research to find out what are the sizes. And just so you know, since I can't give you any information on what the plan is that I actually saw, I can tell you about the sizes of basketballs because numbers I can remember. A regulation size basketball is 29 and a half inches. Um, yeah, I'm assuming in, di- is that circumference? Diameter? See, I can't tell you everything. I'm trying to picture in my mind. I would say that must be the diameter. 29 and a half inches. No, no, no. I mean circumference the whole way around because a basketball would not be two feet wide. That'd be really big. Uh, so a kid's, let's forget all that. A kid's is 27 and a half inches. So I looked on Amazon and these balls were like $20, $30. I'm like, dude, that seems crazy. So I had to go to Walmart to pick up some supplies. And I have a story to tell you from that too. So don't let me forget it. I'll do it right after this. But I went to the sporting goods area and I found a ball that was, I think it's a Spalding ball. It's decent, like a good brand, 10 bucks, nine ninety nine or whatever. And I felt that thing. I was like, dude, this is perfect. It felt great in my hand too. I felt like, and we went out last night and we shot this around and uh, Clark really enjoyed it. He does the old, uh, he tries like throwing it up like you would a regular basketball, but he doesn't quite have the power to get to 10, a 10 foot rim. So he does the old, like put the ball between your legs routine and like throw it up that way. And I, I watched him do it. I'm like, dude, if you really like bend your legs down. You could get a lot of force on that. And he was doing great with that. I definitely don't want him learning that that's the way he's going to shoot because that's not going to work if he ever like goes into playing a game. But for now it works. And I've been enjoying playing with that ball too. I didn't realize how worn down my ball was until I got my hands on this. I'm like, wow, it's so grippy. And I was just like draining threes with this thing because it's a little bit lighter and it's easy to hold. And again, I feel like this is what an NBA player must feel like these dudes have enormous hands that can literally just like hold the basketball in whatever way that they want. I was like, this is how they feel. In fact, the, I probably need like a 25 inch ball to really feel that way. And I need to lower the hoop down to like eight and a half feet to really feel like I was Shaquille O'Neal or whatever, but it was added fun. And I was like, does it really matter if I use a regulation ball or not? What's the difference? Like if I'm just out here having fun and shooting around, I'm not playing a game. This isn't regulation. I just, oftentimes I'll go out there by myself with my AirPods in and I'll just start shooting. And it's fun playing with a smaller ball. It's easier. I feel like, you know, cause it's less weight so you can shoot further. And uh, the being that the ball is a little bit smaller, I want to say, even though it's only two inches, it feels like it's easier to get in. So I become a big cheat, a big cheater. Uh, but the Walmart story, as we we dive around here to all these different stories, again, I was just rolling through my camera roll to get the stories for you uh, because that's how I documented my week and the interesting things that happened. I wanted to ask you this question. Instead of commenting on your fast food place of choice, answer this question. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Have you ever in your life had something that is really special to you that you purchased that you love so much that you decided that you were going to go and buy another one of those things or maybe multiples of those things. I have a few things in my life like that. And there was one thing I found at Walmart this week that I did just that. And that is my sunglasses. I've been wearing the pair, the same pair of sunglasses. Well, the same style pair of sunglasses since I think 2018 or 2019, I found these sunglasses at Walmart. They're blue. You've seen them in the videos that I, I when we go on vacation and stuff, I'm wearing them. And I love these sunglasses. They're inexpensive. I just I determined years ago that I would never buy an expensive pair of sunglasses because I like lose them, break them, they get scratched. And like the first pair of these sunglasses I loved a lot. But when we went traveling to the beach so much, they got kind of like sandblasted on like like the color kind of came off of them and they got scratched because they would they were going through everything. I was wearing them in the pool. Sometimes they'd be in our bag that had sand in it, all this stuff. And I felt really lucky a couple years ago when I went to Walmart and I ended up finding a second pair of these. I was like, wow, they still have them. So I've been wearing this second pair of sunglasses ever since then. And a funny story, I almost left them in Punicana. Right before we were leaving, we went up to check out and Cody was like, hey, just wait here, I'll go check out. So Clark and I sat down at, on this couch or whatever and I had my sunglasses and I set them down on the table there. I wish I would have remembered that because as I was leaving, We were about ready to get on the van to leave, like very close to stepping onto it. And this lady comes over and hands me my sunglasses, one of the workers there. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, like if I would have left those there, my favorite sunglasses would have been gone forever. But she found them and that just like made me forgive all the bad experiences we had with this, with the service there and the food and everything, which speaking of that, I, the YouTube algorithm gods recommended a video to me that was like honest review of, of majestic elegance, which wasn't a review at all. It was just kind of like an overview. And I was happy to see that in the comments, everyone felt exactly the same way that I did. They said like, great place, but the food's terrible. The food's un unedible, all this. I was like, finally some, uh, like, uh, not redemption, but like, you know, I, I don't feel so alone. I don't feel like I'm a nitpicker or whatever. Everyone else feels the same way, but back to these sunglasses. I was at Walmart looking for a number of things that I needed, including the basketball for Clark Mann. And I was like, let me just go look at the sunglasses. Just not that I need a new pair, but that kind of put the fear into me a little bit. And, you know, you don't want to not have your sunglasses anymore. So I went over and I looked down through them. And wouldn't you know it, end up finding two pair of the same exact sunglasses that I bought back in like 2018, 2019. And again, in probably like 2020 when I replaced them. And I was like, I'm buying these babies. So I bought the two pair that they had in stock could be the last of the stock. I, for all I know, they put those same sunglasses out every single year, or that's been the same rack of sunglasses for all of these years. And just no one has bought those. Or maybe this pair is just, you know, infinite and they just keep making them forever. But I know there's going to be a day where they don't anymore. And I don't want to be in that position where I have to go out and try to find a new pair of sunglasses. So I bought two pairs of them. Cost me a whopping total of $30 for total. <laughs> They're $15 sunglasses, by the way. And now I have a backup and then I have a backup for my backup. So I can, I can be pretty uh, abusive of the current pair that I have and um, I'm good for some years. So I should be good for, gosh, I'm hoping like a decade. I've done this once before, twice before. I did it with a pair of New Balance shoes that I really loved. But the funny thing is, and this kind of crossed my mind with these sunglasses too, I thought these New Balance shoes were just the bomb. I loved them. And at that time, they were the best shoes that I've ever worn. And I wore these to Disney and I noticed like my feet were like destroyed by the end of the day. We were walking some crazy steps there all day. And I started doing research on New Balance. I have wide width feet, just like my my son. If you watched our recent vlog, you know, we're, like we're, we're wide width dudes, wide width gang. New Balance makes the best wide width shoes known to man, in my opinion. I've, I've searched. And they actually, like you can find cool ones too. Oftentimes when you're wide width, you're stuck with whatever you can find. It's usually like a black, white, or gray pair of shoes. My shoes are bright blue with neon green on them the current ones that I got. And these ones are so much better than the ones that I bought two pairs of that I thought were like the greatest shoes. These ones are like next level. They're also like three times the cost. But I did this one other time too with another pair of shoes. It, in this case, it was flip-flops. I found the greatest pair of flip-flops from Eddie Bauer. I've been wearing the same pair forever, but I bought a backup pair. And then I bought a pair that was a different color just because they were like on clearance. So I'm that type of guy. Like when I find something, I commit to it. Just like like you. I find my podcast, I commit to this. The only time I'm not doing this podcast is when I'm not physically here to do it. But even that's not an excuse. Sometimes you rely on these. Like, man, I, I'm sure I've talked about this, but there's this podcast I listen to every week. There's many podcasts that I do. And if they don't make an episode, I'm like devastated. I'm like, man, that was like a part of my week. Why didn't you guys do it? Like, I started getting mad. I'm like, why didn't you guys make a podcast? Like, I need that. Like they owe me something, right? I don't know how this whole thing works. Like I don't like as, as a podcaster, I realize that like, I don't really owe you anything. I feel compelled to do this each week. And oftentimes, like sometimes I'll sit down here and I'll be like, I don't really have anything to talk about. My life is boring. My week is boring. And, but some, like, I'll just, I'll just do it. And then like it, it happens and it feels good. Right. And then like on your end, I don't really know how you are, but like, for me, it's like, I will you do owe this to me because I'm committed to like following you and like you need to make a podcast for me every week. So I've been on like both ends of it, which is a unique perspective to have, but I'm curious to see what you guys think about that. Like, do you, do you feel like, do you feel like this is something that's like a part of your, your weekly schedule? Like you need me to do this. And if I don't like your life isn't complete or is this just like something that pops up for you? I guess there's that too. Like I, when I like the podcast I listen to, like every one of my podcasts, I listen to religiously. <laughs> I, like I'm, I'm just that type of guy. Maybe some people are just more casual with it. Like sometimes like on YouTube, for example, I don't know how many of you are watching or listening. Actually I do about 70% of people watch 30% of people listen, at least the last time I checked. Maybe it's like YouTube videos where it's just kind of like pops up and you're like, Hey, maybe I'll watch that later. You don't watch it. But like your podcast feed, I feel like it's a different animal. 
I feel like when you're listening to a podcast, you're like, your podcasts are showing up there. It's like, these people are personal to me. You know, like I listen to everything this, this, this guy comes out with. And then this is like, means a lot. This is, this is what I do when I do this thing. This is what I do when I'm out running. This is what I do when I'm uh, washing my car. This is what I do when I'm mowing the grass. This is what I do when I'm planting raspberry bushes, cleaning the garage out. I, I don't know. I just, that's how I feel. So like part of me like feels compelled to do this. Uh, the only thing that, that I think would make this a better experience as a podcaster for me, and this is just me being very honest. And I've, I'm sure I brought this up many times before. I like to hear more from you guys. I want this to be more of like an exchange. And I feel like Cody's really good at this. Like her channel is called Cody's Convos. And like when she's talking, it really develops a lot of like interaction. I don't know if it's maybe the personal nature of this where like it's just me talking about my life as opposed to like actual topics, but we don't really get much interaction. I will be getting the listener feedback, which I'm going to pull up here towards the end of this. But I'd like to see this, like, I want to see something out of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to, I think it's cool to go back and forth. But if it's just me here by myself rattling things off, I'm okay with that too. Because I, like, honestly, and I'm kind of a hypocrite here too, because all the podcasts I listen to every single week, like religiously, that the, the people mean so much to me that they're doing it. I never go and comment. So how can I say, right? I guess you just have to have that faith. And I don't know why, like, I don't know why I feel like I need that. I guess because YouTube kind of, uh, YouTube kind of makes you like live for the views and the likes and the comments and stuff. But why can't you just, and I'm going to tell myself this, why can't you just put something out to the world and have faith that people enjoy it? When all you have is just a view number, I guess it's hard to say. You don't know what that person got out of it. For all I know, you listen to this for 30 seconds and we're like, man, this is the crappiest, suckiest thing I've ever been a part of and I'm out. And that would suck. I hope that's not for you. If You're probably here still. Uh, obviously, you're hearing this. So thank you for sticking with me. But I don't know. That's that's just my thoughts on it. And I, I don't know. I, I think it's good to be authentic and, and how I feel. And I'd like to hear how you feel. You can be authentic too. Don't worry about it. I know. Oh, you know what it is? Being that I read comments, that could be a, a thing that de, de-incentivizes, new word possibly, people from commenting. Because like, dude, I don't want him reading my thing on air. I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. I just want to consume it. And uh, we're consumers, right? Anyways, let's, let's move on to the next topic here. I've been working on a little something down here in the studio that uh, I'm like so excited about. This has been, it's in the world of Lego. It's been a a creation, a mock, my own creation, an idea that I've had for years and years, something that I've been wanting to make. And with so many things going on and so many things coming into my life, I wasn't really exploring the creative side of Lego. And I've mentioned way before many podcasts that I'm exploring the enjoying your, your, your ownership of Lego and your creative ability with Lego more than acquiring Lego this year. And I'm finding it so much more rewarding. This is where my childhood was in Lego. I wasn't always getting new sets. I was dumping my box of Legos out back when we called them Legos and it was okay with that community. And I would just be building all day. I'd make all kinds of stuff. And that's where I'm going now. And I'm getting like the inventory together to make things. And this week, I Clark and I, Clark came in on this too because he was excited. We started working on this big project. And I have it like 90, I'm looking at it right now. It's, it's amazing. I don't want to reveal what it is, even though I've kind of spoiled a little bit. I'll definitely talk about it next week because I'm waiting on parts to come from Texas. They should be here tomorrow. I had to order about $15 worth of parts. Uh, but once I have those, the thing's going to be completely ready and done. And this is going to be a display piece that I have in the studio for all eternity. So I'm very excited about that. And that's like where I want to build. If I'm building something, I want it to be something that is going to be on display or something out of my mind that we're going to enjoy or something that Clark created. And he loves it too. Like he's all about making his own things. So that's where we're at in Lego. Uh, The videos, I I feel like that's the place where I've been like kind of suffering in terms of like putting the content out because I can only balance so many things at once. And it's like, man, I really need to make a Lego video. But then like, I don't want to make a video of me just like, here's, part one of four of me working on this thing. I want it to be like, here's the reveal. So I'm trying to do more of that. I'm also trying to do more gaming, which uh, I did a little bit this week. Uh, played Gran Turismo 7, one of my favorite games, because I have this wheel and pedal and shifter combo over here. And that's a game that I just love the heck out of playing. And my audience really loves the driving and racing games as well. So it's it's kind of one of those things that's very encouraging. Um, but I did like the Porsche, Porsche challenges and the Porsche uh for you elitist is my, like my favorite car in the game. The 911 is just so amazing. 
And I did the challenges this week uh, where you're, you have to beat these races, come in third or higher, basically, to unlock these three cars. And I did that. So we, we're moving on to the next thing, which I'm now in like the Supra challenges, Toyota Supra, which is really cool. Uh, so I'm having fun with that. But uh, there was another game that Clark and I got into this week that that's fairly new. that just came out and it's called Minecraft Legends. And uh, it's set in the world of Minecraft. So if you know what Minecraft is or seen it in your life, which I'm sure most of us have in some way or shape or form, uh, it's like that, but it's actually a real-time, like uh, real-time, was RTS, real-time simulator, real-time, is that what they're called? It's like uh, where you're kind of like building an army and you have to take these armies into battle. So you're like making like guys that have like arrows that shoot out of them, guys that like go and like beat like golems, I guess is what they are. Clark would know the terminology so much better than me. But uh, you, you, you take these guys into battle and then there's you know, enemies that you're trying to kill. So say there's like 20 enemies, you made 20 guys, they go in and wipe these guys out, you win. And uh, you're trying to, to rid the the overworld or like the regular Minecraft world of these piglins, I think is what they're called. And they're bringing kind of like the, the bad stuff, which is like the nether to, to this world. And you're trying to rid them of that. And they're going after villagers and stuff, which is no bueno. Uh, so Clark and I only played about 30 minutes of that, but we were really enjoying it. We did that one night before bed and I was like, wow, this is really cool. So we're going to be playing more of that, of course. And I can report back RTS is what they're called. Is it real time strategy? That's what it is. Not simulation, real time strategy game. And uh, it's, it's like you're going into battle and you're making things. And one was like a tower defense where you had to build up these, these things that shoot arrows as all these guys are invading. So that was cool. And uh, that's about as far as we got. So I, I'm, I'm reserving my judgment on it, but it seemed like a fun game. Clark, of course, was re- reluctant to play it because he loves regular Minecraft so much. But once I was like, let me just boot this up and I'll start playing it. As soon as I booted it up, he's like right there watching it. And then he's getting into it. Like the controller's out of my hands at that point. And I find that, and I don't know if this is like this with other eight-year-olds or other little kids, but Clark is a, is a kid. You really have to push into things. Like he's he gets very comfortable in his spot. And he want, like he'll literally do like the same thing all the time. And I'm like, Hey, well, let's try this. Let's get into this. And then once you like push him a little bit, then he's all about that. So it's one of those parenting things. And I, I imagine most kids are like that. Although you might have a kid that's like crazy, like outgoing, like into everything. And that would be cool. But uh, I, I'm like, I got to be the leader a little bit. And I've been like doing that with music too. I found out this week, <laughs> this is going to sound really weird. I found that this week, I really like electronic dance music, I think is what the, the genre is. I listened to this song uh, on TikTok. It was like the backstory in this song called, I think it's The Velt by Dead Mouse, which I, I, I think is how you say the name. It's D-E-A-D-M-A-U-5. And I listened to this song and it's based on this short story by Ray Bradbury, which I read. And then the song is just like so amazing. And what I like about this type of music coming from like my, the music that I've listened to throughout my life that I've loved the most has been like hip hop music. And I like hip hop because of the sound, but also because of the lyrical wordplay. Uh, even though many many of the songs aren't necessarily like, you know, that good in in uh, uh, language and uh, topics, I still like the wordplay of it. But what I love about this type of music, you're kind of like eliminating most of the wordplay. This goes down to like the drums and feeling the beat and then like things dropping off and coming back. And when like that beat drops, it's just so good. So I've been listening to some of that. And I think, uh, Avicii, I think is the, is the other one. I watched his documentary. He, he, I think he, um, he passed away, but he had some great music and there's a lot of songs that you probably have heard that he made that, uh, that you would enjoy, or you probably have enjoyed. And I've been listening to that with Clark, man, and he's like into it. He was never really into music before, but then I, I played a couple songs and now when we're in the car, he's like, Hey, can you put some music on? So he's into it too. So I'm going to kind of explore this a little bit further and find out exactly like, what is this genre of music that I'm really enjoying? And, uh, like, where can this take me? I'm going to let the YouTube music algorithm work its favor for me, hopefully. And we'll find a bunch of stuff where I should probably just go to Spotify. I should, I should honestly get like Spotify premium or whatever, but I've been using, I have YouTube premium. So I use YouTube music, but their algorithm is just as crappy as YouTube's algorithm. Like it's like, Oh, you listen to this one thing. How about you listen to that same thing 50 more times? Have you ever been on YouTube and found that? Like, I want, I want you to discover new things for me. This is where TikTok thrives. Find new things for me that I may have never heard of. Like for example, dead mouse and how he came up with this song. 
Find that for me and expand my mind. So then I can come onto my podcast and tell you about all the things that have expanded my mind. Don't just show me 50 more videos of the same thing that I've already watched because you're concerned that I'm going to leave the platform if I don't get that one thing that I want. That's my that's my grief with YouTube. And I, why I think YouTube is is like not going to compete. I do think shorts is probably going to help them. I just, I don't do anything with, with YouTube shorts. I know there's a, there's a listener feedback comment about YouTube shorts, which we'll get into here in a bit. But, um, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on that. And I, I don't know, I guess a long story about a, a small topic and other things. Uh, I mentioned video gaming. Clark's been playing this game called universe sandbox. He loves this game. While most kids are playing Minecraft, for example, which is what his previous favorite game is. Now he likes playing Universe Sandbox, which is this game where you're essentially, you can create a universe, like a solar system, for example, with all the planets doing their thing, or you can like generate one. And then you can go in and adjust things. It's exactly what it sounds like. So you can increase the density of Earth or the mass of the sun and uh, see how the gravitational forces work and all these things. You can, like he had a pyramid that he put into space, all this wacky stuff. You can just have a blast with it. And he's sitting here putting all these numbers in and watching how the planets move and how the sun becomes a supernova and all this it's just going wild. He's trying to like populate Mars and trying to get life to, to thrive there. Uh, and that's kind of inspired Watchatech this week. Uh, we ended up watching The Martian, which is uh, it, it, it crazy to me that I think about the movies that like Clark has grown up watching, you know, and like, you know, watching kids movies. And I was, I remember watching The Martian when it came out in theaters. I don't even think he was a year old yet. Cody didn't want to see it. So I ended up going by myself. She wasn't into it. But I was like, dude, if Clark likes Universe Sandbox, he's going to love The Martian. If you don't know the premise of Martian, uh, there's a manned mission that went to Mars. And as they're there, they're about 18 days into this, this mission and of like a 30-day mission. And there's this big storm. And what happens is one of the astronauts, this is going to be a bit of a spoiler, but it happens in the very beginning of the movie and the whole premise of the movie, one of the astronauts gets left behind. They think he's dead. He's not. So he's left there with the equipment that was left behind, the food, rations, things like that. And he is forced to try to survive on Mars just using his scientific knowledge and what he has at hand. And um, eventually they, they try to do a, a rescue mission. They try sending him rations, all these things. But he's forced there to be uh, inventive to try to make it what can be like it's well over a year. I forget how many souls he was there. Uh, but it was it, it's a really cool movie and it was interesting to see Clark man into it. Of course he's like talking the whole time, like asking questions and stuff. I'm like, just watch, just watch. And he's like he was thrilled by it. So it's cool to see him expand his interest in space. He's always reading space books and rattling off all this information to us about what he's, he's learned about the moons of Jupiter, or the rings of Saturn. And he's just like, he's all in. It's like his passion. So I was trying to encourage that. We also watched one other thing this week that's uh, kind of near and dear to both of our hearts. And that was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers once and always show or movie special that was on Netflix. And this is pretty cool because it's kind of a throwback to the original Power Rangers, which I grew up with and loved, and Clark Mann did, he did too, basically. Like, we're living the same life. And uh, they've got Billy, the Blue Ranger, Zack, the Black Ranger. They've got a couple of the newer Rangers that were in the Power Rangers movie, but I didn't watch the later seasons to know who some of these people are. But all kinds of, like, throwbacks. And Rita Repulse is in there, but she's got a metal face now. And uh, we both really liked it. So I'd recommend watching that if you're a Power Rangers fan. If you're not, you might think it's a little cheesy, but... Um, there, there's a lot of respect paid to the original Rangers, including Trini, uh, who uh, in real life passed away in a car accident, I think back in 2001, I want to say, um, or the early 2000s. Uh, her daughter essentially becomes the Yellow Ranger, which is really cool. So give it a watch if you have Netflix. I know many of us do. Um, as far as, oh, uh, one other thing we did. I'm, I'm getting down to the end here, I promise. Clark and I tried new, two new pizzas this week. You know, pizzas, pretzels, pickles, and parks. My great idea for a channel that I want to turn Greg's world into. Um, we tried Little Caesars pretzel crust pizza. And that was, for, I think it was like $6, which is a fantastic price. And ready right when we got there. I'm not sure if I talked about this last week because we did it. I think it was Saturday night we did that. It was pretty darn good. Uh, I There isn't much better things than when you combine two of my favorite things, pizzas and pretzels into one thing. But they did it with this and they put like a special cheese on there too that really went well with the pretzel. And of course, like the crust has like salt crumbs and stuff on it. 
and I loved it. We also tried another pizza that I've been wanting to do forever. When Cody and I go to the seafood place, there's this place called Long Island Pizza. It's just a little strip mall, and I'm like, a pizza place that I haven't tried. I need to try that pizza. So Clark and I tried that pizza this week, and it was pretty good. Really, um, like air bubbly pizza, if you like that kind of stuff. But I like the crust because it was nice and soft, and it was like very like doughy and had like the white powder on it that's just so good. In fact, Clark Man is taking the last piece today uh, for lunch to school with him. He's packing today. I'm going to miss that pizza. It was it was delicious. But we tried two new pizzas, and we we made videos on both of those. I think I gave that like an eight, and I think I gave the Little Caesars pizza like a six or six and a half. Not that great, but uh, the pretzel crust idea is, is a good one that I'm into. Even with that, though, I should say, I've been working really hard, going to the gym, doing the elliptical, and I was able to get my weight down below 170 this week, which I told you was my goal, trying to undo everything that I did in Punicana. So I'm back down to needing uh, 10 pounds to get to my ultimate goal. And I feel pretty good about that. Like with all of the damage that I did going absolutely wild on our vacation, I was able to undo it. So I'm feeling good and I'll continue reporting back on that because I'm trying to hold myself accountable to, uh, to stay where I should be. Uh, cause if I keep going up, then I have to tell you, and I don't want to tell you that I gained 20 pounds this week, you know, like that doesn't feel good. So that's like all the things that happened this week. I was going to go out yard sailing today with Bud and Deb my mother and father-in-law, but because Cody wasn't here, again, another thing that I take for granted, I couldn't leave early in the morning because I had to be here to like get Clark man breakfast and make sure he gets on the bus and all that. I would have been very fascinated and this has been a cool like camera setup just to see what would happen if I just was like, Clark, I'm leaving. Good luck. I just want to see what he would do. And he said before, I'm like, if we just left, if we left you for the day, what would you do? What would you do here? And uh, his response was that he would watch TV he would play Minecraft. He would go out and look for food and the, like snacks and things. And I think that's pretty much all he would do, probably until he fell asleep. <laughs> and then he'd probably wake up and do it again. I don't even know if he would go to sleep. It would be one of the situations where he probably would fall asleep watching TV or playing video games. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see, like, would he actually like do his morning routine? Because he knows how to do it. Like, I just have to like kind of prompt him, like, hey, go go brush your teeth, get your daytime clothes on or like here, take, you eat this breakfast or what, what do you want for breakfast? But I think he could pull it off if he had to. I'd just be curious to see if he would, but I couldn't go yard selling today. Luckily for me, Deb texted me and she's like, we didn't really find anything. And of course it's raining out today too. So not the greatest day tomorrow, which is Saturday. I'd like to go out. Like they're going out again. Cause some days, you know, sometimes people have them on Friday, but way more people have them on Saturday. That's like the yard sale day. So they've invited Clark and I to go out with them tomorrow, which I'd like to do, but it's like a 90% chance of rain. So I think the rain's going to probably thwart our plans. But after that, Clark man has been requesting, and by requesting, I mean begging to stay over at Yammy's house tomorrow night. He loves staying over there because she treats him like an absolute king. They do all kinds of fun things together, and it's just like a special experience. So uh, we're going to do the yard sale thing, assuming that it doesn't dump on us all day. And if, if they determine that it's not worth going, we won't. But I think regardless, he's going to want to stay over there tomorrow night. So I'm going to leave him there and then come back and get him on Sunday where uh, Cody's coming home that night. She should be home by like bedtime after driving home from Philadelphia. So that's kind of like my week in a nutshell. I'm going to have a lot of free time on Saturday and Sunday. So I'm either, I think I'm going to work on some Lego stuff, but I'd also have a couple games that I'd love to play through. And there's like this, there's a few games that I would love just to have like a huge window where it's just me playing them. I don't have to feel guilty about taking the time to do it. And I can maybe just like play through the whole thing. I think that'd be so cool to do. So, uh, yeah, that's my, my big excitement. You know, like what do you do when your wife and kids away throw a party? No, you play, video, you play a video game. So that's kind of what I'm, what I'm up to and what's been going on this week. I do want to share listener feedback with you here. So let me bring this up. I'm going to try to avoid editing this if at all possible, but uh, it might require me kind of um, talking to you here momentarily, just kind of filling in this gap uh, while you are leaving a like on this video. <laughs> let me get into the last one, which uh, as of right now, 776 people have, have listened to. That's impressive. So I'll go into the comments here. I already looked at the comments. I don't reply to comments specifically because I want to uh, I want to reply to them here, right? Uh, so we'll just go down through a bunch of these. I think there's 14 total comments, not all of which I'll, I'll reply to. But uh, this first one says, uh, this is from the Brickhaven Project. It says, hey, Greg, a few episodes back, we asked how 
you asked how we found your channel, so I decided to come over from Spotify to answer. This is the legend that we need in our lives. See, that's hard to do, right? Like I always listen to podcasts. It's it's a pain in the butt to come over and, and do that. Uh, so I appreciate that. He says, I first found Brickitect five years ago and followed ever since. However, a year or two after finding Brickitect, I started to follow Greg's world. Like you always say, I got brought in through the Lego and stayed for you. I have listened to this podcast every week, even from episode one of Missing Pieces, and have been loving it ever since. Keep up the great work. P.S. Sorry for the long comment. Duh, he knows better. <laughs> he or she knows better. I love the long comments. Well, thank you for coming over. Here's a perfect example. Someone, I don't, I think we're on like episode 150 something, according to someone that did the math. And you've been listening since day one, probably the first time you've ever commented. It came over from Spotify. How is Spotify, by the way? I might have to pull the trigger on that now that I'm I'm entering a new musical realm. But I appreciate you coming over and 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 speaking speaking up. Thank you for that. That was from Brickhaven Project. Next one comes from Zero the Hero, a, a repeat offender, as we call him around here. It says, Greg, I believe this is the first podcast of yours I had to watch over three days. I need to make them longer. I want to, I want you to take, I want it to be like six days. I want it, you just to get finished with the episode and then like the next one's out, like every day. Uh, life is getting a little crazy, but listening to this gives me a break. Great job as always. I'm, I promise you, I'm not just reading the ones that hype me up. But it feels good. Uh, he says, I still believe your father-in-law needs to film his garage sale adventures to start and you start a channel for him. It'd be funny. I, dude, if you knew how hard I'd get or I'd try to get people in my life to start YouTube channels, our one friend, Morgan, is hilarious. And her family is is just crazy. And I'm like, please, please start a YouTube channel. She did ask me about starting a podcast. She's into listening to podcasts. And I'm like, I'll help you start a podcast, but you need a YouTube channel. The world needs this this zaniness in their lives. Budman would make a it'd be an interesting podcast for sure. He says, "Have an amazing week. Uh, so glad to hear you're fishing with Clark. Yeah, we're we're trying to get out here one of these days. We're waiting for like a nice weekend. Speaking of weekends, oh my gosh, almost forgot. Sorry, zero to interrupt your comment. Knobles opens this week, boys. So uh, Cody requested that we wait for her, which we would anyway, because the weather is is terrible. It's it's looking bad this weekend. So lots of Knobles videos coming as well, but fishing as well, as well, as well. So uh, best of times I had with my three kids have been fishing, hunting, and hikes. Can't wait to take the youngest fourth kiddo to do the same. Dang, man. Uh, it's something boys and girls can do, and it's a lifelong lessons and memories. I love that. Congratulations, dude. Raising kids the right way out in the real world and not on their iPads. Imagine that. Janelle, another repeat offender, says, uh, keep putting out the real unfiltered videos. They're really informative. I talked last week about how um, I feel like people just want, like, the best of things. I talk about, you know, Instagram reality where, you know, you take a picture of yourself standing on top of the mountaintop with the the sun coming up behind you and you just had this great day. You don't show like that you had to get up at three o'clock in the morning and you stepped in the mud and fell down going up the mountain and you're starving. Like no one shows the realness online. Everybody just shows what they want people to see, specifically when you're taking photos, I think. Videos, that's a little harder to do. And I've always said never trust someone that you've never seen live stream because you never know what that person's like. I mean, this is about as close as you can get, I guess, but most people, they just want to portray themselves as like the hero of the story, as the greatest thing. I look so good. Everything is great in my life. You don't realize like, like two minutes before they took that photo, like this happened or that happened. It's just, it's just about presenting this thing. Even on vacation, I think people want to do that. But our videos from Punicana were like, this is our experience. And it's hard to say like, well, you're just making this up when you're just showing realness, you know, I have nothing to gain from it. Uh, that's why I hesitate to trust people that do product reviews that are given things for free because it's like, you know, you may not have been paid for this thing that you're reviewing, but it's, you, you probably want to get things in the future. So you're probably going to give a good review. I watch this lady that does like Sony camera reviews and I just feel that to the depth of my soul that she's just kind of like pandering to the Sony overlords so she can keep getting free stuff. So I, I appreciate it when somebody's like, you know, this Sony camera right here, this thing freaking sucks. I mean, not this camera sucks, but like I want to, I'd rather see that, but that's not to say that I just want to see negativity because negativity does sell. People love to be outraged online and the negative side of things tends to draw more people in, which is really unfortunate. Uh, but negativity is what drives things. If I made a video saying I had a great day in Punicana, that would get you know, so many views. But if I said, this is the worst day I've ever had in Punicana, that'd be more views. In fact, the one video that I made that was a realistic description said moving out of the worst room in Punicana. 
or in Majestic Elegance. That video has way more views than our Majestic Elegance room tour. Why is that? Moving out of the worst room versus room tour. What's more informative? I guess I guess maybe moving out was because you have like the follow-up, but I don't know, negativity sells, I guess. So mine, I just I just want to like, I just wanted to be my experience. Whether good or bad, this is real life. So Janelle, I appreciate you saying that. She says, I checked out the reviews of most of the five stars. Uh, she says she checked out the reviews and most of the five stars were from before the pandemic. A lot of them were 2018, 2019, and most of the three stars were from 2022 and 2023. So maybe the place is better pre-pandemic. I guarantee you that it was because they had more staff then. She says, we plant for butterflies. Growing butterflies is one of my most favorite things to do with my story time kiddos. We, are, we have strawberry plants and already picked our first two strawberries. Yeah, mine are flowering. That reminds me of something I forgot to get at Walmart yesterday. I was going to get more wildflower seeds. I've already planted 100,000 seeds. I think I could do another 100,000. I can't believe I forgot that though. Son of a biscuit. Thanks for reminding you know. Next one is from uh, Christina. She says, "Great for or, thanks for the great content. Very much enjoyed watching this while I got a workout in. Hey, I found your excitement about all the new seasons starting at Extra Encouraging today. Well, thank you. Thank you for uh, allowing me to work out with you. I'm glad I don't have to physically do that. And uh, maybe I'll try to keep the podcast shorter that way. You can get your workout done uh, faster. I sometimes am like, when I'm on the elliptical, I'll I'll be like working out. I know I'm going to stop at a certain time. But then I look at the video that's playing. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go until this video's over. God bless you if you're doing that with this podcast because we're darn near an hour in, Christina. But thank you for bringing me along with you on your your workouts. Next one's from Roger. He says, Greg, thanks for the reply on your podcast. I like RC stuff, but I love all the content I've seen on your channel. Going through your playlist, honestly, great family-oriented content. I, I should probably stop reading all of the ones that just promote this. I'm realizing this is... <laughs> It feels kind of tasteless, doesn't it? But I'm just, I'm literally going down through these. It says, uh, I've even uh, picked up a few pointers to help me, help me make a better, help me be a better father. I've subscribed to Cody's channel and learned a lot. Thank you and your family for the great family content. P.S. If you're in the Outer Banks again, if Clark still likes monster trucks, the Gravedigger Digger's Dungeon is a must-see in Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina. We stopped on a family trip and it was a cool place. We did too. I, it was awesome. We actually have a vlog of that. If you go back... Geez, probably to 2019. You'd have to go through a lot of videos to find it. We went to Digger's Dungeon, and we actually did, like, the monster truck ride there. Clark did the little RC. Uh, not RC, but, like, uh, Power Wheels uh, monster trucks, and that was pretty darn cool. We are going back to Ocean City. or Not Ocean City. We are. I'm glad you brought this up. We scheduled, or we um, reserved, I guess is the word. We reserved our Outer Banks trip for July this year. We were debating whether to go back. And after a Prunicana trip, Cody and I were like, you know what? We love Outer Banks. Every time we've gone there, it's been an amazing trip. And it's the style that I like where we just get the condo. And then beyond that, it's whatever we want to do. Our, uh, our, you're only limited by your imagination. I love going for walks on the beach. I love going playing mini golf. I love going to Captain George's for that delicious, delicious crab. And all of the food places there are amazing, which gets Cody happy. And the weather is always nice. And Clark loves it. It's like our, our, our family tradition at this point. And, and like, I want to keep that going. And I feel like it's, it's always going to be that way. I picture Clark growing up. This is just in my mind, but I picture like Clark growing up and bringing his family. We all go there together and I'm excited. So we're doing that in July. As far as ocean city, I always get people asking like, are you guys going to ocean city this year? Apparently that's become a part of like people's, um, expectations, you know, like, uh, when I talked about expectations of like, I expect a podcast every week when I listen to these podcast people that I love, uh, people sometimes expect uh, vacations, particularly when you go on them every year. And what I'm doing with ocean city this year, I don't want to stay for a full week. Last year, we had a bit of a rough run, particularly with the Hilton. What I'm doing this year is I'm going to look at the weather because we're all off all summer together, looking at the weather. And if I see like a three day window where the weather is looking phenomenal, I'm just going to try booking somewhere in Ocean City. It can be on the beach. It could be away. It's it's fine. But I want to be able to go there. And all I really want to do is I want to obviously go to the boardwalk. I want to go to Marty's. I want to have Thrashers. I want to find, like, go to our favorite restaurant that we have there and then just hang out on the beach, which is a very crowded beach compared to um, Outer Banks. But I just want to experience it. And I don't need to be there for a whole week to do that. I just need a, a small window. So we're going to experiment with being able to go there without reserving like months in advance and without paying Hilton's exorbitant fees. Cause that place is, it, 
it's more expensive than Outer Banks. Like going to the Hilton in Ocean City, Maryland is way more expensive each night than going to Punicana. And that's just wild. And that's like no food included, nothing, like nothing. So um, that that goes to show you just how inexpensive Punicana is. So I'm not like heartbroken about like that trip not being completely up to our expectations. It was a bargain trip. Well, somewhat. Um, but compared to the U.S. travel, it's cheaper. Like going to Outer Banks will cost us more or about as much as that trip did. And that's without a flight and that's with no food included. So you get some examples of the of the cost of things. Uh, we got a great podcast, Greg. I, I, I have to read that one, of course. Uh, Arctic Wolf. Eric Wolf. I thought it was Arctic, Arctic Wolf, but it's Eric Wolf. Says, you're discussing your trip reminds me of my past. Sorry, I botched your name. Says, when I was a little kid, our family went on trips to various places, and I think back about how that was a great experience, living the Clark man life. When I got to about nine or ten years old, my dad bought a lake property. There was nothing special about it, and in hindsight, it was boring. He just wanted some place he could sit around and get drunk. He didn't care about how others felt about it. Buying a cabin was a mistake because you feel like that's the only place you can go on vacation anymore. No more fun, cool experiences. When I got in my 20s with the military, I went to a lot of places. It was neat to experience different places. I bet Clark will look back on your trips and smile. I hope so. I What I would love to come out of these trips, I want to go on a trip, and I want Clark to see something or experience something that changes his trajectory in life. Like he sees a, a painting of the Mona Lisa, for example, someday when we go to Paris, he's like, that is so incredible that this painting is so popular and the way it was done. And he starts learning about Leonardo da Vinci and all of his inventions. And he's like, you know what? I want to be a painter and inventor. And then who knows what could come of that. But at the very least, what I want for Clark Mann more than anything, this extends beyond the, the vacations that we've been on this year and like living this year to its fullest. I just want Clark to know that he has a family that really cares about him and wants him to have a good experience. And ultimately, like this is all for us to bond together and to share this life together. And that's why I think it's so important to do this now. You guys might think that we're absolutely wild and mad for doing all these these trips back to back to back to back, but it's like this is our time to do this. And what better time than now? I learned through the pandemic that who knows what's going to happen next year. I learned from my, my, my parents passing away young that who knows what's going to happen in the future. So why not do something while you can now and don't plan so much for the future. That's the biggest lesson that I've learned in, in, in my life. I think it's good to be a planner. I always am. I'm an analytical guy. I do a lot of planning. I make well thought out decisions. I'm not an impulsive person. That being said, I'm trying to live more in the moment, the best that I can while still living within that framework. And that's what you've seen this year. Uh, but thank you for the comment, Arik Bolf. Next one comes from uh, G Family. He says, in regards to specifically Pune, did you feel confined to just the resort? Did you venture outside the resort? No, we went there with the anticipation that we would stay there the whole time. You can leave there. There's like other resorts, but outside of that, there's not much around. Like you're not just going to go to town and go hang out. It's a very depressed area around there. Uh, you can go on like excursions and stuff, but that's not what we went there for. We went there just to chill. And I went there to just play in the pool, swim, do the slides, eat. And we did all those things. Um, and I, I, I don't have any regrets on that. It probably would have been cool to do an excursion or something, but it's just, I don't know. I, I, I felt way, I felt like way safer in Hawaii than I did Punakana. And I don't know if that's just me mentally, but like Hawaii felt like home still. Punakana felt very different. And obviously it is because it's a whole different country. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely like for me, I would rather do like one awesome Hawaii trip than to do like two or three Punakana trips for the same price. Like Hawaii or Maui specifically is just, it's amazing. I don't think there's a better place in this world, but I'm, I'm willing to look around and find out. Uh, Janelle says, uh, you need to get a gecko. That was funny. Cause I was talking about the TikTok algorithms and like the rabbit holes last time I was getting into the reptile talk and there was a gecko that I like fell in love with. They were like, it was really abused. And I got onto the abused animal TikTok and oh my gosh, I think I talked about that where they're showing like these dogs are going to be put down by Friday at 5 p.m. And I'm like, get in the car. We got to go get this dog. They were like pulling stuff out of this poor gecko's eyes and his nose and stuff, like all this like skin that needed to shed. I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm into turtles, uh, geckos, iguanas. I, I didn't picture myself a reptile guy. Like I'm definitely more of a mammal type. Like I love 
cats. I love dogs. But then I got into birds. I love chickens, obviously, parrots. And uh, there will be a future. You know, when Greg's world becomes Greg's farm, you're going to see a ton of animals. But right now, during the travel chapter of our lives, I can't quite do that. But you're going to see a lot of animals start popping up here. And it's been like a little cast cast of characters here on, on the channel where we have all these animals and I get to enjoy the heck out of them and hopefully share them with people that maybe don't have the same opportunities and maybe encourage people to, to, to adopt these, these animals. Okay. Next one comes from Arik again. He says, Oh, this one was interesting. He says, my latest hack with YouTube shorts, you know, we're talking about the algorithms here is to watch it on mute until that one in 100 chance a video on a watch comes up. Then I unmute it. I really hate how I have to go through 100 repeats before one video is new and potentially interesting. Again, I think that's YouTube algorithm at work. You should try TikTok. I, I hate to send someone to TikTok because this will ruin your life. Like you, your life will be ruined when you go there because you're going to fall into the algorithm. It's it, TikTok is like eating junk food. It's like, mm, this is delicious. I'm gonna have more. I'm gonna have more. I'm gonna have more. And then after you're done, you're like, oh, why did I do? But like, you'll find videos you like. You'll start watching those TikToks and be like, hmm, you'll like this video. You'll like this one. And then you end up down these rabbit holes where you just lost hours of your life. Did I see that the average person spends an hour and a half every day on TikTok? It's pretty wild, right? Uh, so I don't want to recommend you go over there. But if YouTube Shorts is really serving you that poorly, again, I don't watch any YouTube Shorts. I would recommend going there. He says his first hack was to put his watch history on pause before I start scrolling through shorts, then turn it on afterwards. That just seems like too much work, dude. Go over to TikTok um, and then, you know, face the repercussions later. Actually, don't. Just don't do any of that. You're better off. But that's pretty much it for the, the commentos. I hope you guys enjoyed coming along with me on this week and uh, talking about my week. Uh, guys week, I guess it is. Cody's away. The dad and kid will play and the dog. She's, she's sleeping behind me right now. I don't know if you can see her back there, can you? She's going CP time. She's, that's her uh, that's her shadow right there. But yeah, that's it for me. Just a little detailing of all the things that I got into this week and the stuff that we did. You're going to see videos and all this stuff. It was a fun time. And I'm just trying to like live each day a little bit to, uh, to like do stuff and make it special. And I, I think that's about all you can do. So on that, I hope you have a glorious week this week. And we'll find you all in the next Missing Pieces.